You're listening to the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Lummer. I'm a certified life, health, and nutrition coach, and I'm also a breast cancer thriver. If you're trying to figure out how to move past the trauma and the emotional toll of breast cancer, you've come to the right place. In this podcast, I will give you the tools and the insights to create a life that's even better than before breast cancer. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Lummer, and I'm so happy to be here on this just amazing, I live in Southern California, and it is just an amazingly perfect, sunny, blue sky, gorgeous, gorgeous day. What a gift today is, and what a gift every day is, but it's just uh, it's hard to come indoors when you live in a time like this, in a place like this, on a day like this. You want to just stay out and soak it all in. But it's a beautiful day, and I'm happy to be here sharing the information on this podcast with you. And so before we jump right into the podcast, I just want to remind you that you can come to my website at any time, thebreastcancerrecoverycoach.com, and you can find on my website free resources, free downloads, to support you in whatever it is you may need support in. I have some with respect to food and learning how to eat without fear and guilt. I have one really fantastic resource that is a book I co-authored with Andrea Leonard, the founder of the Cancer Exercise Institute, and several others under resources that you can find that can help you, and they're all free. And you also can join at any time my life coaching membership better than before breast cancer. It is a wonderful program with an amazing group of survivors. And in that membership, we do small group coaching. We do individual coaching. We focus on a different topic every month. We have workshops and we have fun. It's a really great way to connect and a really great way to learn how to manage your thoughts, your emotions, and Create just a better life for yourself, better in the sense of what you want it to be. If there's anything that you're struggling with and you're thinking, I really want to change this, but I don't know how, then I can support you through that in the Life Coaching Membership. There's also the Becoming You program, which is another amazing program. And you can join that at any time. It's eight weeks of going through this process of evaluating where you're at in your life, where you'd like to be, what the roadblocks are, and what the opportunities are. And you have access to me for four different office hours during that eight-week period of time so that I can help coach you along. And I think it's really important to talk about these because this is really what I'm going to jump into for the topic of this podcast. In both of these, I said, if you want to create a better life or if you want to have something to change. And something that I have discovered over my years of coaching is that the idea of change, and this I knew before coaching, but the idea of change is very intimidating. And what I've learned more, and as I've gone deeper into that with myself and changes I've had to make in my life to to be creating the life that I want to have, and in the people that I work with and that I coach. And what I see is that we often have this idea that change is going to mean something bad. 
the change is going to be something so big and so unfamiliar that it's upsetting actually to even think about it. And then that causes us to pull back from looking at the things that really need looking at. So let me step back for a sec and say, when oftentimes people will hear about a program like the Life Coaching Membership, Becoming You, or any other program, right? You might have this feeling in you, as we do after breast cancer treatment, this feeling of I'm just kind of disconnected here, kind of lost, trying to figure out how to process things. And what is our most common response when people are like, how are you? Fine. I'm fine. Right. And I'll even be in coaching sessions with women who are sharing with me some really deeply personally painful or overwhelming or confusing thoughts and circumstances. But before they'll let themselves sit in that and really process it and understand it, they'll move straight to, but, but it's fine, but I'm fine. And so that's why I want to talk about this space that exists in between I'm fine and change. Because when we're in the space of, I'm fine, I'm fine, that's really not true most of the time, right? I'm fine means I don't want to complain. I shouldn't complain. I should just be grateful. Worse things could happen. What does I'm fine really mean to you? I can do this. I can push through. I can get through this, right? But does it mean I'm actually really good? I'm actually feeling really good. I'm actually solid. I'm happy in my relationships. I'm happy in the work that I do. I'm happy in the way my body is feeling and I'm treating it and thinking about it. That's fine, right? When it's the, I'm fine, I'm fine. You know what I mean? I change my tone of voice because we normally do when we say that. It's okay, I'm fine, I'm fine. No, we're not fine. And it's okay to not be fine. Now, you're not going to go into your life story and share everything that's on your mind with every person you meet, but you will have your safe people. You will have your close people. You'll have your champions. You'll have your support group. And it's okay to let those people know, oh, I'm feeling really ungrounded. Or I'm just feeling a little lost, right? Or I'm feeling a little alone. Because here's the thing. When we're honest with ourselves and we say that, we bring awareness to that. And that space in between, fine, I'm fine. And change is awareness. And awareness is such an amazing place to be that if you let yourself slip out of the I'm fine and not slip into the indulgent emotions, right? Not slip out of I'm fine into, oh my gosh, this sucks and that's horrible and poor me and I can't do what I want to do. And that's not what I'm saying at all. But when people come to me and they're in this space of I'm struggling, but I'm fine. I'm struggling, but I'm fine. I'm unhappy, but it's okay. It'll be fine, right? And then we dig into that and start to have a conversation. And what I discover is that the idea of change is so scary that they resist allowing more awareness to come and to just really be in the moment and process and talk through what's actually happening with, happening with them. So I'll give you a couple of examples. If it's someone who's struggling with health, let's say weight loss, joint pain, wanting to just have a more active and healthy lifestyle, 
What happens is we go from this place of being here, maybe not liking the way our lifestyle is in its totality, to if I change, I have to give up everything I love. We go right to the extreme, right? So if I want to have a healthy lifestyle, I can never have another glass of cab, another piece of cheesecake, another chunk of chocolate. I have to be up at six o'clock every morning, right? We go into this very extreme thinking, which immediately our brain is going to just go like, you know, the brakes are on, not going there. And so then we stay here and go, I know, I know, I'm fine. Uh, I'll be fine, right? I know what I have to do. It'll be fine. And then boom, there we go. There the big metal wall just dropped. If it comes to a relationship, and oftentimes I'll hear people feeling lonely or that they can't connect to their closest loved ones and not understanding how to do it or dealing with emotions that they don't really, they've never had to deal with before in their closest relationships. And so then they just go straight to, but it'll be okay. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Because in their mind, if we start having, these conversations, if we start looking at what is really happening and what you're really feeling in this moment and your thoughts about it and why you're having those thoughts about it, the mind goes straight to, I'm going to lose this person I love. This isn't going to end well. You know, there are times when I'm working with people and I suggest therapy and counseling, especially when it comes to couples, because breast cancer has a tremendous impact on relationships, on close relationships, even close friendships, but especially marriages, intimate romantic relationships, even relationships with your children. And when I suggest sometimes that maybe couples go into therapy or counseling, or maybe even families try family counseling, it's interesting because I'd say more often than not, I see my client's human brains, this beautiful human brain goes straight to, oh, that's not going to be good, right? So if you go into counseling with someone you're in a relationship with, then it's going to end in divorce or it's going to end in a breakup. And we don't think about that change in terms of it could be amazing. Like what, it, it probably will be difficult because we'll have to talk about difficult things, but maybe a little bit at a time we can make positive change. And I'll not only get to keep these people I love in my life, but we'll have an even richer relationship, right? So when we consider change, we go to the negative aspect of change and then we go to an overwhelming amount of change, way too much change to imagine. I look back at my experience over these past two years since my stage four diagnosis, and I look at the transitions I've made and the things that I've adjusted in my life. And if you would have told me two years ago that I'd be living the way I live now and doing what I do now, I probably would have freaked out a little bit, right? It would have been like, that's just way too much to take on. That's way too much to think about. But over two years, there's been a process of tuning into myself, of reading and researching and investigating and listening and coaching and getting coached and discovering what feels right in the moment and making small, sometimes really challenging changes. And that process has evolved to where I am now. And those changes are everything from my thoughts and my approach to, to food and to relationships and to the work that I do. And they're also in my communication with my husband, who has also changed through this process. 
in at the end where we are now, this two years, I'm looking forward to more growth and more change over these next two years. But again, if you would have told me all the things that would have shifted two years ago, it would have been too much. So where do we go between this, I'm fine, I'm fine, and this overwhelming idea of change means that my whole life is going to be different. I can't even imagine. I can't wrap my head around it. You know what? Forget it. This will be fine. It's funny. <laughs> As I'm saying this, the story pops into my head of years ago after I did my teacher training for yoga, I did several years of this very intense training and in yoga, in yoga philosophy and yoga studies. And I remember feeling a little frightened at first because I thought, you know, I'm listening to this teacher and he's talking about these yogis and the way that they live their life. And it's super intense and the practices that they have. And I'm getting a little intimidated here because in my mind, if I start this practice, I have to end up on a meditation cushion somewhere in the Himalayas, right? <laughs> my mind just goes to the extreme of, whoa, I won't even be living a normal life. And it's so far from the reality of what was and where I was, right? Because we don't go from where we are to 100%, right? Shooting off into or taking, jumping on a plane and going off into the Himalayas, right? But that's what our brain does. And so we have to be able to catch our brain and bring it back and say, whoa, 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 hold on a sec. Let's just become more aware of what's happening right now. So in between, I'm fine, I'm fine. And have a completely different life and be a completely different person. There's the process of awareness. There's the process of becoming more and more aware and then just allowing what it is to be truthful to you. And it doesn't require change. It's interesting because even in my Becoming You program, that program is designed to help people see like where you're at now, why you're staying there, why you're not moving towards what you say you want. But one thing I say to my clients all the time is you don't have to change anything right now. You don't have to go into this program as one person, come out as another person. But you go into this program as you are, and you come out with a lot more awareness. And that awareness will be the catalyst for small changes or for bigger awarenesses, but it does not require complete change. And in fact, when we say something has to change, right? When we decide like, I don't know what to do, uh, but if I, if I look at this, I'm gonna have to change everything. We're overwhelmed. And we're intimidated. So it shuts down this process of allowing awareness, you know, because it's this pressure, right? It's this pressure of, oh, what if I start that program with Laura and I'm not completely different by eight weeks? What will she say? What will she think? What will my husband think? What will my sister think? What will my mom think? They'll think I did this and then I didn't do it and then I failed, right? The idea that something has to change can be a lot of pressure. And it's interesting because when you're ready for change, you'll know it. When you're ready for change, you'll feel it, you'll decide on it, 
and it will happen. When you're contemplating change, when you're contemplating why you're in suffering now or why you're doing things you don't want to be doing now or you tell yourself you don't want to be doing, that is really just a desperate need for more awareness. And it's okay to give yourself that space, that grace to just say, I'm just going to learn a little more about this right now. You know, let me learn about this until I feel that I'm ready for change. And then when I'm ready for change, I get to decide on what small changes I'm actually ready for. It doesn't have to be everything at the same time. So going back to the, I'm fine, I'm fine. When you find yourself saying, oh my God, I just, I feel so lost right now. Or I feel like, I hear this often, I feel like I should have a purpose and I can't find my purpose. Ne never mind. I mean, I don't even know why I'm thinking that. And then we close the door on it. But what's wrong with just staying there, right? Not saying, I've discovered my purpose. I'm here to change the world, right? And not saying, it's fine, it's fine. But sitting there and saying, hmm, why do I tell myself I have to have some larger than life purpose? Why do I tell myself that if I want to have a healthier lifestyle, I have to eat nothing but fruits and vegetables and run 10 miles a day? Why am I telling myself these things? And then we get to stay there. And we get to be very, very curious and start to just investigate the thoughts. This is the critically important step between fine, I'm fine, and total, intimidating, scary, life-changing change. It's just, it's this process in between that's a much bigger chunk of the experience. And it's the process of becoming very aware of what is happening to you now, what you're thinking about what's happening to you now, how you're feeling about that. And that's it. That's it. Can you imagine that? Just stop. I just want to understand what I'm thinking and how I'm feeling and how I can be okay with what I'm thinking and feeling. And I want to investigate more of what this means to me. You know, in my coaching, I use a tool that is I was trained on in the life coach school in my certification process, and that tool is called the model. And in the model, we look at what are your current circumstances and what is your thought about that? And there's a, you know, a process of getting very specific in it. And an interesting thing is that first model would be called the unintentional model. So it's like, where does your brain automatically go? Right. When I give you an example, when I finished breast cancer treatment and my brain went, OK, that's it. Let's get back in the gym. Let's get fit. Let's get let's get this show on the road. And three months later, I'm still feeling miserable and in pain. Where does my brain automatically go? Right. To frustration. This isn't how it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to be going back to normal. This isn't right. So when you use the model to really look at that and investigate where are those thoughts coming from? Why are you having them? How are you feeling? What are, what are the results they're creating in your life? As we start to work on that, sometimes even in the process of just extracting, what is your thought about this? My clients want to move straight to how to fix it. And this happens way more often than not. It's very difficult to stay in what is right now and allow ourselves that because we've been so conditioned, just smile. Just be fine. Don't complain. Just be grateful. So we think that real feelings 
are the antithesis of that, and they're not, right? Real feelings, authentic feelings are super important because then you get to be in them and process them. And it's not that they're bad. It's not that you're ungrateful. It's not that you don't have enough. It's just that this is what is right now. And this is where I'm at in my life right now. And I just want to be here now and feel it all and investigate it all and allow myself to be in the flow and in the process of this life. I don't have to tell myself change is required and it better happen within six weeks. It better happen within 20 minutes. I just get to be here and see how that feels and understand and get to know myself. And that's it. And when you do that, my friend, when you start that process of awareness, it's this organic growth starts to happen. You start to see things in a little bit of a different lens. And you even start to see them in the people around you and have more empathy and understanding to start to notice where people are at and where you are at without attaching the pressure of mandatory change needing to occur, right? We get to just be in life without the pressure of having to change something. And again, if you feel a need for change, if you feel like something needs to change, even the foundation of that is understanding why. Why does it need to change for you now? What are you experiencing here and now that gives you this idea that change is required? And what kind of change is that? Right? So being in that curious space, Allowing yourself to investigate yourself and just really increase the awareness that you're experiencing, that is the key factor. That's the factor to releasing a ton of suffering. That's the factor to stop continually suppressing emotions because you tell yourself these are emotions you're not allowed to have or shouldn't have. And it just lets you become you. Like truly be the person you are and be okay with it. And then invite whatever it is you want into your life, into your life as you're ready for it. I think it's a super important thing to realize. So you can sit now and look at yourself and say, if I'm in this place of struggle, what kind of pressure am I putting on myself? Am I putting the pressure on myself to say, I'm fine, I'm fine. And to be what I used to be and to keep keep the, a stiff upper lip and keep doing what I used to do, just push on through, right? Am I putting pressure on myself to say, I got to throw everything out and start everything from the ground up? Where's that pressure coming from? And can I just stay here now and say, okay, where am I actually at today? And then the only thing that really matters is what can I do today to enjoy this day as much as possible? And let myself just be who I am. That's it. That's the most important thing. Even as I say it out loud, I feel myself like this lightness comes into my chest. Like I just get to decide what's the most important thing for me today. And that's it. And tomorrow, we'll deal with tomorrow. Right? Today, more awareness, more understanding more learning about yourself and more awareness of where you're pressuring yourself to be or do something different that creates so much overwhelm or intimidation that you just don't do anything at all and you just stay in your suffering. I don't want to see that. 
I want to see a lot of happiness. I want to see people enjoying beautiful sunrises and beautiful days and doing all you can to be in your day and in the moment that you have today, because that's everything. All right, my friends, I'll talk to you again next week. And until then, please be good to yourself and come to my website, the better than before, thebreastcancerrecoverycoach.com and find something you need there. There's lots of good stuff for you. I'll talk to you soon.